This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Joe Soy Antonio Capasa. Boy, uh, Juwan Jennings was really, really close to being the MVP of that Super Bowl. Whew, that was a great game last night. And we all learned something because most of us had no idea of the new rules. We, we were too busy getting steeped in all the hype and. Taylor Swift this and Taylor Swift that and Ice Spice is the tool of the NWO this and that and boy she's interesting and um, well great day to you that was a heck of a game that was a heck of a game last night Juwan Jennings came as close as you could come to being Super Bowl MVP without winning that award as humanly possible what y'all think of the game? Uh, Bino, Jeff, I start with you. That was a great, great football game. My Valentine, Bino, Jeff Henderson, I'm taking you over to Bradley's Chocolate, Bino, and I'm getting you to chocolate-covered strawberries this year. I'm getting you to ones in dark chocolate. How you doing, Bino? I'm doing fantastic, Tony B. And uh, I thought it was a great game. Uh, started out, I, I wasn't sure. Started out like it was going to be a snoozer. Turned out to be one of the great Super Bowl games of all time. I kind of like the low-scoring games. I- I've said that on here in the past. Low-scoring sporting events where every play kind of matters and everything's sort of magnified when it's low-scoring. But, um, you know, looking at that game last night, it's it's easy to praise Mahomes for the year, the Chiefs, and this and that. They won that game because of their defense last night. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, Jennings was uh, – It's he, he, he didn't have a ton of catches on the year. <clears throat> a lot of them were third-down catches and touchdowns. They made that point last night. That guy's just always had the penchant. It's a shame he didn't play on better teams here because he's always had a penchant for being a winning player. But uh, the Chiefs are now uh, a dynasty level. And, uh, Brian, what would you think of the game? And then I want to go to the phones. You know, it's it's really – Kansas City has kind of got the Patriot blueprint from the last decade down pat. They spent most of the year looking kind of pedestrian. They didn't have much in terms of wide receivers, but they had a great tight end in Gronkowski. Like the Chiefs have a great tight end in Travis Kelsey and the quarterbacks both Brady and Mahomes in clutch time just know how they just know how to win and I think Mahomes is a little bit more explosive than Brady was but once again they get in the playoffs and they just seem like they run against teams that should on paper be better than them but those teams keep somehow missing opportunities to 
give themselves a chance to really get some separation, and it comes back to it always came back to bite them. And the Patriots would be close at the end and just need one score, they would get it, just like yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, I, we you hear so much about the NFL. I, I'm listening to uh, Ricky Ricardo out of Philly last night. And he comes on after the NFL finally wrapped up their stuff on uh, Westwood One, like 12.30 in the morning. And he does play-by-play for the uh, Eagles in Espanol there. But he's also the Yankees Espanol broadcaster. Bino knows who Ricky is because Ricky filled in for John Sterling this year. He might might get a shot at Sterling's job um, if Methuselah ever gives it up in New York. But... He didn't know the rule last night. He he said on the air that if the if the Niners could have done it all over again, and I'm not I'm going to make a point here. I'm not criticizing him. If the Niners would have scored there, uh, they would have could have won the game. They they should have gone for it on fourth down, which you know kind of is a point well taken, except that that's not true, but. Here's the problem. The NFL changed that rule. And, Bino, you watch a ton of NFL. You're a fantasy player. You read about it, kind of immerse yourself in it. You and I were talking. I didn't know that. Now, my son Anthony knew it uh, yesterday. Uh, I didn't know it. Laura didn't know it. She's a sportswoman and a wheel woman as well out on the, on the, uh, out when you see her out driving. She's a wheel woman and a sportswoman. But she didn't know it. And it's like the 49ers didn't know it, Bino, because they let, – let's go back here. You you think about that whole sequence, right? And you're trying to win the game. Now, your goal is to win the game. When you – and Bino, we're, we were talking in our pre-production. We both came to this conclusion. But, Bino, let's expound on this for the listener. If you win that toss, there's only one thing to do there, right? If you're the uh, the 49ers at that point, yeah, you take the ball second, Tony. In my opinion, every because, single time. Yeah, you 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 can if you if you take the ball second, you can win the game with your first possession. You can't win it with your first possession under those rules if you take the ball first. Which is what Anthony, my son's like. Not smart here. And I'm going, what do you mean? He goes, you take the ball second. And I said, well, they get on the field and score a touchdown. The game's over. He goes, no, 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 no. They've changed the rule. And I'm going, the Niners, see, my problem with modern sport is that you've got one analyst on top of another analyst on top of another analyst, and they're jammed off in these booths. How can you take the ball there? If you have one analyst, and these guys have these – 90-hour weeks where they're supposedly scheming to uh, invade a foreign country and drawing up war plans and battle plans and all this nonsense that we're led to believe they're doing. How could you take the ball there? I mean, there's no way. That should be on your laminated this, chart. You, you don't – in that new overtime format, you cannot take the football there. You can't do it. This is the same head coach who was an OC for the Falcons when they had a 28-3 lead That's that right. year. That's right. And he's just, he's now a head coach. He has blown two 10-point leads in the Super Bowl to the Chiefs four years apart. That's two bad beats, Joshy boy, for him. Two 
bad Kyle Shanahan beats. Two bad beats. That ought to be the name of his bluegrass band, Two Bad Beats. There's just no other play there. If you think about what Bino's saying, and he and I are two brilliant minds, we come we arrive at this. But but the the team that gets the ball second, first of all, they're in four down territory all the way down. That's an advantage. Secondly, they're trying to tie the game, even if you score a touchdown. Thirdly, they have the ability, if they want to, once they score their touchdown in four-down territory, to go for two and end the game. The team with the ball second there has all the leverage and all the advantage in that spot, the way that rule is drawn up. I realize what the NFL is going for, and it was about uh, an overreaction to the Buffalo thing the year before in the championship game and Josh Allen rule, if you will. But the team that gets the ball second there is in the driver's seat. The entire, think about that, the entire time. Another thing from sports didn't make any sense to me over the weekend. And this happened in the Texas A&M Tennessee game, but we've seen it in college basketball this year. Now, college basketball's got this weird thing going where they're trying to make their games quicker, but they're slower than ever before. Okay, fine. They're not trying to, uh, they're trying to cut out some of the incessant replays, yet incessant replays continue to rule the day. Especially late in games. Tennessee's getting absolutely waylaid, blown out in that game the other night, and they go to the monitor like three times in the last 90 seconds. It was maddening. I'm in here trying to start the show. Uh, Garza Law, Tennessee, uh, basketball overtime, knowing we're going to be up till, you know, one o'clock in the morning anyway, and these freaking guys continue. Uh, Pat Adams is just, uh, I, I don't know. He's like a cure for insomnia. That guy on a basketball court officiating a game. By the way, did you guys know that Bill Venovich worked a college basketball game last week out on the left coast leading up to the Super Bowl? Bino, were you aware that he is a very good college basketball official that works a lot, a lot of left coast games? No, I was not, Tony. Had no yeah, idea. Does a really nice job. And by the way, those guys called a great game last night. Let, let's say this about the officials last night. I wish officiating was like that in the NFL day in and day out. Let those DBs hand fight downfield. Let a lot of the contact go. Don't call a hold unless it's egregious. I thought that was a really well-officiated game that added to the intrigue. What would you guys think? I, I didn't notice them at all, Tony. So that's uh, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, they let them play. All right, let's talk about the sequence. Was there one review all night? No, I don't think there was one review. No, Brian, of anything because they didn't throw their flag. They didn't have to review anything. The closest thing to a review would have been when the pass was complete out in the flat. Um. Let's see, who would that... It would have been the Niners. The Niners. No, the ball where the... I think it was like a fullback or a... uh, 44. 44. Yeah, it looked like a fullback. Yeah. Stretches. And they were going to do that thing they do in the NFL where they don't give them a catch, which makes me so... That pisses me off so bad when you're stretching. 
and and and, and they're going to they're going to rule because the ball was dislodged from the ground. That's not a catch. That would have been the dumbest thing in the world. And they were like arguing for it on the telecast. Thank God they didn't look at it. And that's my point. Just just let the game happen. But then I'm going to be a hypocrite because in the A and M game there was a goaltending call that happened on uh, ZZ stop. And Tennessee goes into the break down 12, and they come out of the break down 14 because that play happened, as we say in soccer, in the run of play. And so what they did is they gave the Vols two points there, but they marked the tape saying, we'll revisit that. Here's my problem. We talked about this on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. The problem with that is this. You're just giving possession away to the Vols, who he makes a move. He's going down the lane. If you go back and watch play, the ball's knocked out of bounds off the A&M defender. They assume they just they wipe that possession away for what reason? If you're not going to look at that play there, then you can't look at it at halftime. If you're not going to determine whether or not that's, and here's why, you're giving possession to A&M. So not only are you taking away Tennessee's basket there, you're taking away their possession. And I would say the same thing if the shoe was on the other foot. That's something that college basketball needs to fix and needs to fix now because that is just not fair. And it doesn't make any sense. And when I talked about it on the post game, a couple people said, you know, I hadn't even thought about that watching games this year, but that makes sense. It, it, even though it came from me, it absolutely makes sense. Bino, do you know from whence I speak? Do you remember the sequence? And then the Vols get the two points taken off the board and they're down 14 when they come out at halftime. I mean, we could have turned that in, that possession into a Dalton Connect three ball off a timeout. I mean, you don't know what could have happened. Uh, yeah, Tony, I didn't think about it at the time. That's uh, that's a, a really good point and a catch by you. I I didn't think about it uh, when the game was live, but that's right. It it did steal a possession from Tennessee. So Bino is trying to be my Valentine and my friends at Bradley's on the 13th and 14th. That's tomorrow, right, Brian, the 13th? That's when our trial is? Trial. Court date? Yes. Trial's a little dramatic. But anyway, uh, Tennessee did lawyer up over the weekend. Orange Threat was talking about it. looks like Tennessee's getting ready for the next phase of this uh, battle, which means Tennessee either wanted to show the NCAA that, hey, we're not going anywhere, or they're getting ready for a protracted second time I've used that word in, uh, well, the first few minutes of the program here. But uh, at any rate, chocolate-covered strawberries will be available beginning tomorrow and then on the 14th in the season of love, love, love. Milk white and then dark chocolate this year. Dark chocolate-covered strawberries. Mm-mm-mm. Along with other tremendous chocolate goodies. Along with other fantastic gifts. Joy has uh, such an eye for that. Joy and Brad, it's a family affair. When you look back, and look through the glass back there, back in their chocolate factory where they're dipping and doing their thing. and um, That's all family back there. Family and friends. Last year I saw the great Ace Clement working out there, helping them out. She's a family friend. She's sweet. 
But um, Lady Vols could use her right now. Whether it's chocolate, gifts, chocolate-covered popcorn. Remember, the chocolate-covered strawberries this year are in milk, white, and dark chocolate. Let's go to the phones. Anything else you guys want to get off your chest from the weekend? Is there anything uh, I'm, anything <clears throat> I'm neglecting to talk about here, Bino? Uh, by the way, you 141 know, uh, North Peters Road. If if the Chiefs don't, if the 49ers don't muff the punt, it never gets to overtime. Karma is a guy on the Chiefs. That's um that's really unfortunate, and I just feel awful for Juwan. He deserved to be the MVP. One one more quick thing concerning the Super Bowl, Tony, and then a, a, a quick mention of Tennessee's game Saturday night. Why? Um, the, for some reason, uh, I can't work up a healthy dislike of Kansas City like I had for New England. Uh, I mean, Reed and Mahomes are going to wind up probably being as annoying. But for some reason... Maybe it, if I were a Buffalo Bill fan uh, and their situation is similar to like the Colts versus the Patriots in those days, maybe I'd hate them. But with all the sideshows going on, I just can't work up a good dislike for Kansas City. The only thing I dislike is that Kelsey guy who is really annoying. Oh, no. How about him By bumping the way, and shoving? What a his- punk that guy is. How about him like. bumping and shoving a 66-year-old man last night? And now, is he an entitled brat or what? No offense to him. And I realize he's become like a political, and this is not a political thing I'm talking about, because I think you you people turning the Kelsey-Taylor Swift thing into a political deal, y'all are bored, and y'all need to get hobbies. Learn to play an instrument. Learn to occupy your time. Get off the Internet. No offense to you. In terms of him bumping and shoving, imagine if another player would have done that and not an NFL spokesman. They'd be ripping him from coast to coast today. Ripping him from coast to coast. Who's the guy that used to play wide receiver for the Steelers, the nut, the nutty guy? Oh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. He tweeted out, if I'd have done that, I'd be under the jail right now. <laughs> and he's right. He said they would have me... They'd be talking about, talking about me as one of the worst human beings of all time if I'd have done that. When he went and shoved the coach. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Have you been out? I've seen guys get verbal with coaches. But that? Would the guy yeah. bump about six rails of coke before the game? I mean, what are yeah. you behaving like that for? He, he needs to move to, to WWE or something. He's, got, he's doing bits all the time. I mean, what? He's great. Taylor better be. Yeah, I agree with that, Taylor Brian. Be careful. If that's the way you take out your anger, I agree with that, Bri. I Taylor agree with that. Be careful. I know, agree with that, Bri. That's scary. Got, that was scary. She's got a, she's got a boyfriend who's got anger management. I mean, his lack of self control there, no offense to him. But some of you, see, I'm keeping it in, within the line. Some of you get all like political and this and that. Y'all bore me. No offense to you. Get offline. Get outside and smell the smell the flowers that are going to bloom soon and some sunshine. But we'll go to the phones. 865-200-5402. You wanted to say a word about that cotton-picking, ridiculous, blessed, cursed, 
evening in A&M the other night. Go ahead, Bino, because we talked about it for two hours on Saturday, and yeah, it was I, horrendous. And I know you've had your feel of it. I'm a, uh, I, I was a, really afraid of that spot, and uh, unfortunately, my fears came to fruition. Um, uh, you know, we they A&M came out with their hair on fire and shooting in a tree, and we we didn't match their intensity or their performance. Um, so we got uh, we we got spanked there. Now I think twelve days from now uh, that script's going to entirely flip. Uh, and I, I think we'll beat the daylights out of them here in 12 days, just like they did us. But uh, we have to take care of business these next three, which are really winnable games. You drop any of these next three, uh, you can you can forget uh, any type of uh, any even sniffing a number one seed, and you can forget the overall championship too. Both of those will be gone. We have to take care of business between. Now and then, because I'm convinced that night we're going to. To the phones we go, 865-200-5402. It still looks to me like Tennessee and Auburn at the end of this thing. And then the Alabama game down there is going to be a crucial game. And here's the thing about playing in the number two uh, league in America. And, And people that just hate Rick Barnes don't understand this. But you're just going to have nights like that. Even the best of teams, Kansas, goes into somebody's building and gets blown out. I mean, it just happens. Happens to everybody. Yeah, that's basketball, Tony. It's college basketball. Yeah. And people don't want to, you know, people don't don't want to realize that. And and we'll go through something about the Grand Grand Admiral teams. And I I still say this team right here is better than that team. And, And I think it'll prove to be better than that team eventually. Now, the one thing that concerns me, thinking about Saturday, and then we'll go to the phones, is that looked like a really tired team the other night. A really tired team. And that's concerning. Like a like a tired basketball team. The Vols did not look like themselves. And that inevitably is a concern. To the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Also, shout out the caller Peggy. You know... Peggy is a comical figure, but Peggy knows her sports. Peggy told us, coming into the playoffs, the thing that really concerned her about her club is that field goal kicker. And that field goal kicker got him. He kicked an extra point into the right into the line. He shanked a field goal, basically, is what he did. Or he'll also a made field a goal. 57-yarder and 55-yarder. But his extra point was the difference, Brian. That, that changed the game. The missed extra point changed the game. So, shout out, Peggy. You called the that. blocked extra point. Yeah, he kicked it into the line. Shout out, Peggy. Shout out, Peggy. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. Shout out, Tony Romo. Boy, he really does a nice job calling games. I'm glad he makes $24 million a year or whatever it is. Hello and welcome in. On a day where Jawan jo- Jennings should be Super Bowl MVP, it's a real injustice. Hello and welcome in. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Tony. How you doing? Hey, welcome in. Hey, I just uh, I agree. I think Jawan Jennings, uh, awesome job. I mean, another shout out to Trey too uh, for on the on the line. I thought when he 
they started, you know, uh, having him pull a little bit. It helped their run game a little bit more. Uh, so Stroud to him on that as well. Um, actually, it wasn't for a few key blocks. I think uh, they might have stuffed them again. And uh, I agree with you. The extra point miss was the key right there. It wasn't the other fumble because, Lord, they fumbled also on what, what, 10-yard line, 12-yard line before that, right? Before, um, you know, could have obviously been another situation. So I just wanted to say, you know, um, it's really good to see our Tennessee people, you know, doing well, well in there. And, uh, and Tony, my other question is, did you actually go with them? Did you go with the Chiefs? I mean, I, I tried to give you a message and let you know that you got to do that. But, you know, I thought Bino and, and, and Wings, I mean, I mean, they, they had it going on and I was really, really. Wings had it. Yeah. Josh, you were under Wings had it. Yeah. Bino, did you end up, uh, betting on the Chiefs? I, I did, Tony. <clears throat> I had two and a half, of course. I gave it back with a half point loser on the over. So, <laughs> Bino couldn't help himself. Had to go back and double dip. Oh boy, that was pretty funny. But uh, but yeah, man, uh, just happy to say it. And, and great great heads up on that. Uh, what you were talking about on the turnover or the possession. That was that was key too. So um, good good show this morning. Just wanted to say that and uh, and uh, you know, it's always glad to listen to you guys. Thank you, my brother. Good talking to you. That's our resident psychologist. We'll go back to our phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on our Super Bowl edition. My commercials are way better than the Super Bowl. Super Bowl commercials, they're at ideas. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony B., what's going on? It's Rod and Quotes. Yo, what's up, Rod? Hey, Tony, I'm going to ask you a question, but I want you and Bino and, you know, Matt or Brian to answer. What do y'all think if that would have been anybody else except Kelsey that bumped into their head coach on national TV during a Super Bowl game? Would they would they would have continued to play in the game? It was incredible, man. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Tony, have that you, could have been Patrick Mahomes and he wouldn't have been able to start. Have you? Bino, do you remember, or Brian, do you guys ever remember somebody like physically bumping a coach like that? Phys- like that physical with a head coach. And Andy Reid was really surprised by it. <laughs> he like ran not him in over. That, not in a game like that. It was really strange. And, and for, plus, it was like it was like early in the first half. Like, what are we doing, dude? It's a, you got to have a football game to play. He got mad, Tony, because they wouldn't give him the ball. Yeah, he got mad, and then uh, number four got mad. Number four was over there cutting a promo on Mahomes, and Mahomes was looking at him like, dude, you're an absolute stiff at wide receiver. You need to shut up. You're lucky you're on this team. You're a stiff, man. Uh, you know, we, we know that Andy Reid is at least 320 to 340 pounds. He about knocked him down, Bino, on national TV. Yeah, I, I mean, those coaches are, are always aware that there might be a sweep run toward them where they get hit with somebody coming off the field. I guess they're unaccustomed to getting hit from the sidelines like that. I mean, it was incredible. And, and Andy, he did just bounce right off of Andy, which is kind of a funny. It would be a great meme in time. Uh, so I'm sure oh, somebody will cut that out and turn it into a meme. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was so funny looking, Rod. Uh, hey, one good thing to Hey, he, he had more fight in him than we had at A&M the other night, I'll tell you that. No, Tony, don't even get me Come started. on, man. Come on. Why would you even waste your gas if you're going to play like that? Why waste the jet fuel of going down there? How in God's name can you go to run? See, had a great line when he said, somebody needs to teach these people. Why are you chanting overrated? 
doesn't that diminish what your team just accomplished? Boy, he, he's, he, he's got a, a, a bean star. He's got a lot of that leftover animus from A&M from his Texas days. You could tell that. He, oh, was, yeah. he was not yeah. going for that. He was red after that game. No question. You well, could read it. He wasn't going to give that that atmosphere any, any no. credit whatsoever. No. He, he said, whatever, man, whatever. One last thing, Tony. I had a uh, – you know how we're blessed to, you know, know people in our ball family? Yes, sir. I know a lot of blessings. Yes, sir. I called Benny Jennings on Saturday at about 1 o'clock, and he was down there in Vegas, and they was going to get on a charter bus and go down to the parties that they have pregame. Yep. And I asked him, I said, Benny, what do you think about the game? He said, Rod – just like when my son was a ball for life, as long as they get him the ball, he's going to make things happen. And he didn't say things. And I'll be damned if that's not what happened. Is Jawan Jennings a freaking beast or what? I, <laughs> when he beat the Eagles in Philly and broke their heart and broke their spirit this year and went before that microphone and said, I grew up an Eagle fan. He said, this is a dream come true of mine to be in this building. And he wrecked our season. It was never the same. Uh, I love him. Before it's over, he needs to hold a trophy. Now, I don't know if he's going to do it with that coach, because that head coach looks to me like he is absolutely cursed on nine continents in that game. But but we'll see. We'll see. You cannot take the ball there. You just can't. Tactically, that's just not. You win that toss there this is not the regular season where if you score you win you, you got to have the ball second there you have to have it second one thing that was good about that game tony is our boy jawan jennings who is a ball for life just made him at least 10 more million dollars go balls god let me some rod pump and he appeared on my tld logistics hotline well what about what about his touchdown pass the same exact play that he threw to Dobbs Any good? Florida. Any good? Except this was to McCaffrey, the running back. But, yep. I mean, and the one he that threw brought there, back a lot of good memories. And the one he threw there was in the air for about, I think that thing was going to come down with some rain on it. That thing was in the air forever. They're lucky that wasn't picked off. But it was funny. No question about it. Hey, you pull stuff like that, stuff like that out in the Super Bowl. The Eagles did Philly and- Philly. And his TD, his TD catch oh. when he when he made that one against South Carolina senior oh. year, just the same. That's Juwan, his a catch, linebacker playing wide receiver. His catch on third and long, where he physically got separation, and then um, Jim Nance pointed out that hey, this guy all he does is catch balls on third and long and touchdown catches. That's all he did all year. There's no empty calories with Juwan Jennings. There's not a lot of empty stats. He would have been a perfect Pittsburgh Steeler or Philadelphia Eagle. It's ironic he grew up an Eagle fan. He'd been perfect there. But we were too busy, I'm sure, drafting somebody with one leg longer than the other in the first round. Take a brief time out. Oh, Jalen Rager. As As we continue with more on the other side. And we roll back. Bino, do you remember the guy that Nelson caught, Aguilar. Do you remember the guy that caught the baby up in Philly when they tossed the baby out of the window yes. and the building was on fire? Yes. And, and this is how tough the Philly fan base is on their own. He looked right into that camera and said, 
It's a good thing that wasn't Nelson Aguilar down here trying to catch that child. And we'll take a brief time out as we continue with more after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. 
The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. As we welcome you back with you on an incredible Bow Your Heaven, You Say Thy Name Monday. I've had a rather inclement weekend here, and that's okay. We've needed the rain. And uh, my thing is, if it's going to rain, let it rip. Get it out of the way. Preferably not on weekends, but uh, at any rate. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. Bino, who's more uh, out of bounds in your humble opinion? That nutty Banny Rooster head coach from A&M who thinks he's playing, who gets away with everything over on his sideline. That nut or that Kelsey nut who ran into a 66-year-old man last night, blindsided him. Which one's, which one's more nutty, Beanstar? I'm going to go with uh, uh, A&M's coach. I agree with that. You can't run out on the floor when the ball's live, jumping around, calling <laughs> You seriously hurt someone that way. I mean, what, what Kelsey did was out of line. Uh, but it's he he wasn't gonna hurt anybody that way. I was really proud of Coach Dykes the other night, who said that's a technical foul, at least. And he said his own player just just missed him. Yeah. Matt had a great screenshot that he took of Matt Dixon, of that moron coach. And I'm not saying this because the balls got beat. Whatever. I mean, yeah, you you, you win some, you lose some. It's a college basketball game. 
and you're on the road, and it's February, and they're pretty good, and they needed the game, and you're a quad one opportunity for them, and case sarah sarah. Triple J has the ball right by their bench, and they're double teaming him, but they're actually triple teaming him on this photo because behind them is a head coach with his hands extended over the court. Not hands extended, but hands extended like over the court. If if Josiah would have taken the ball and put it up over his head, that guy would have touched the basketball. That dude's got issues, man. And they let him get away with it. And Barnes, I'm just going to tell you this, talking to some people. If you think for a second that he's going to come into Thompson Bowling Arena and get away with that in a couple of weeks, you got another thing coming. You, you, dun, 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 you got another thing coming. Because that ain't happening. I'm telling you that right now. But you know what number? I asked Brian a couple of weeks ago that um, South Carolina team when they play the Lady Vols. Orange Strip made a great point. Lady Vols better win tonight. They better win tonight. Because they've got a stretch coming up where they're not going to win a game here. When A&M comes to, I know what that spread's going to be, whatever, seven, eight, nine, whatever it's going to be. How many would I have to give you to bet on A&M when they come back here, Bino, as mad as we're going to be for them? Uh, I, I told you, Tony, I would have to. it would have to be close to 20 points. I agree with that. Just yeah, knowing 15, the backstory, knowing the backstory, <laughs> Barnes is furious at that guy, okay? Furious. I was talking to somebody that told me the reason they took that timeout when he aired out Adams was solely about not giving that guy a technical. Now, he went and shook his hand afterwards because he'd been in the game a long time. He's just not. One thing that Barnes says to those refs sometimes is, you know, I'm on the I'm on the rules committee. He basically is the rules committee. That's how influential he is. I mean, he gets guys hired. It is what it is. He got Ice Handler hired down there at SMU. He's got Kim English on his path right now. George Mason to Providence. That's not That's not accidental. This guy's highly influential. Some of you hate him. I don't know what he ever did to you, besides win 25 games every year. But this thing the other night, that thing took the cake now. The guy literally, Josiah, is double teamed over on the baseline, Bino. Am I exaggerating when I say if he would have put the ball up in the air, that guy would have touched the ball? Like that whole principle of verticality, dear, he's got his head over, hands over Josiah's head. Reaching out onto the floor. And they let this moron get away with this. He's a moron. He's a moron. Let's go back to our phones. I agree with Bino. I'd rank I'd rank his annex ahead of Kelsey's. And Kelsey acted like a freaking nut the other night. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. Hi, welcome in. How you doing? Oh, afternoon? what a great day to be alive and well. Great to talk to Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. I, but, you know, I think that Coach Bump was a little out of pocket last night, you know. But uh, I think they handled it pretty well so far since it was in the media's eyes. Uh, but, you know, you have to realize those guys, the ball is not the only thing that's running high out there. Tempers are running high oh. and everything. And especially when they come off of that field, 
I've often wondered why the coaches are always pacing back and forth and going from one end to the other. They're trying to stay out of the way of them boys when they come off that field out there. Well, that's probably a pretty good point. I mean, you got all that testosterone flowing and God knows what else going through these guys. They're highly competitive. I mean, at the NFL level, these guys are like borderline killing machines. I mean, when you really get down to it. Right? Right, and I mean, right. he snapped out on Andy Reid. I don't know what the deal was. And then you got this coach at A and M, who acts like he's—I mean, I don't know—he act, <laughs> he acts like he's doing lines over there. I mean, what's he doing? No offense yeah. to him. Right, 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 right. But you definitely have to stay out of their ways. And as far as Patrick, yeah, he's not only a good player, but I think he strategizes a lot, even when he's not on that field out there. He has to, in order to come up with the things that he does sometimes. Do you realize, ma'am, that he's only, and Bino, he's only 28 years old? I know. These guys are playing now till 40. Young people nowadays, they they got that energy. They got that mentality if they just use it. He's so talented. He was so good when he had to be last night. You know, he waited all game, really, to run with the ball till that last drive. But when they had to have it, he was getting the ball into the end zone. You're so right. I mean, you know, the guy is just, he looks to me like a modern-day Joe Montana. Because you watch him, (laughs) and his arm's not the strongest. It's just not. He doesn't throw the prettiest ball. He's never going to win like the Joe Milton long ball contest or the hardest throw. Right, right, but right. He makes every play he, he has makes to make. Up in other areas. Oh, I love him. I love that Mahomes guy. I take him in a I heartbeat. Do too. I do too. Definitely. But that that's my theory. Well, thank you. It's an incredible call by you. Thank you. Thank you. Good talking to you. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Your lifetime, Bino, is Mahomes in your top five at the age of 28? Uh, he will be, Tony. He will be when all said and done. Who are your top five right now that you've seen, Bino? And this, is, by the way, is the most subjective thing in the world. Uh, but who, who is your, just off the top of your head, Bino, who are you going? Uh, Montana, Brady, Manning. Um, Think about it. I'll come back to you. Yeah, I, I, I can give you those three, Tony. After that, I'm not sure. 865-200-5402. That's three pretty good ones. I'm telling you, for the kids that didn't see Joe Montana, it was like watching a maestro. And he, he reminded me, he didn't run around like, because um, uh, the game was different. They didn't want quarterbacks running around back then. But he could have. He was that kind of athlete he was uh he was deceptive and whenever he had to make a play he made a play that's what this dude is that's why you don't take the ball first when you're playing him that's even more reason why it's a terrible mistake and and people say well tony why are you setting guess listen the head coach there is paid like 12 million dollars a year these guys sit around in meetings all day allegedly shouldn't you have that on your chart well, you're just second-guessing them. No, actually, I'm not. 
under the new playoff rules in a tie game in the NFL, you win that toss, you give that ball to that other team. I don't see any other way to play it. First of all, if they kick a field goal, all I have to do is go down and score, and I can get in four-down territory the whole way to do that, which is what happened, by the way. Secondly, if they score a touchdown, I get the I get the option of, if I want, after I score my touchdown, from four-down territory. They have to operate in three downs. I get four. Why would, why would I ever give you the ball or take the ball there? N- none of that... I mean, am I missing something, Bino, why they would have taken the ball there? Oh, no. no, you're not missing anything, Tony. With with dual possession, they've made it they've made it more like the college playoff. No one ever takes the ball first in a college playoff. I mean overtime. Never. Because you you want a chance to win it when and you can't do it going first. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh. And if Romo would have been paying attention he could have said that. You you do not take the ball here. I'm telling you, the NFL is such a hype machine, and it's such a symbolism over substance kind of league that the rank and file fan didn't know that rule. And I'm not sure Romo was really abreast of it because he should have said, "Hey, you win the toss here, Jim," because everything's Jim. You win the toss here, Jim. And you have to defer. You can't take the ball. Which, the more I think about it, I mean, well, I mean, if I come up with that, you know anybody should be able to come up with that. Simpleton as I am. Hello and welcome into our next call. What's going on, Tom? What's up? Uh, What's up, Big Charlie? Yeah, I'll tell you what. You telling these uh, young broadcasters not be afraid of dead air? I think is uh, that that's got to be so important because I used to really like Tony Romo, mm-hmm. but man, he will not shut up. He he liked to drove me crazy last night talking and pointing out all these wrong decisions anybody all these players made that's in the Super Bowl. Whenever he was he's won two playoff games his whole career. You know, when you're a cowboy, when you're a cowboy, though, you get those jobs. Like, I love Jason Witten. He's a Hall of Fame player. He belonged in that broadcast booth um, about as much as Henry Kissinger would have. I mean, come on. But they let him do the Monday Night Football thing. Um, Tony Romo does, does not deserve to be the signature voice of that sport. He just doesn't. No offense to him. Uh, Mahomes, I'll tell you, uh, him and Tom Brady's got one thing in common. And that is whenever the pocket starts to deteriorate, deteriorate, the third, the quarterback's first step is so important. And him and Brady take, I think percentage wise, their first step in the pocket whenever it starts to crumble is the right it's got to be one of the highest ratings of the right decisions made of any two quarterbacks I've ever seen. You know, that'd be fun to study. I've often thought that the greats in all these sports just understand how to manipulate space better than other people. Wayne Gretzky in hockey, 
Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan in hoops, LeBron James, those people, they just have a spatial awareness that that other people just just don't comprehend. It's like part of their genius deal. I bet you that's a very accurate statement you just made. Last night, and one other thing, I, I don't blame the Niners for trying to blitz him at times. But that's really a waste of time. It really is a waste because he's going to get the ball out. He's going to get the ball in the right person's hands. He's going to find the hot route. And he just is what he is. I mean, Bino, it's almost a waste of time blitzing him. You know it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Tony, you're right. And the, the, the other thing that all those greats have is a vision that a lot of people don't. Yeah. Uh, and those guys have it. I, I think I think Montana was able to do the same thing yeah. that Charlie's talking about there. Um, but, yeah, and the fact that their heartbeat slows down when all the rest of ours is about to blow out our chest. <laughs> Joe Cole is what they used to call oh, Montana. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I mean, I've never seen him look sh- shooken up no matter what the stage, no. what, what they threw at him. Mm-hmm. I, that was – that was the thing about Joe Montana that I think still hadn't been beat is uh, ice. I'm talking about ice water packed in his veins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, this basketball team. Yes. I, I think I've noticed something. I think I've noticed a problem. Okay. And uh, it's not a. It's not being tired. It's not because because this team is. Man, I love watching them whenever they're on, but. Uh, and maybe the statistics doesn't back up what my eyes is saying, but but I think it's one of the worst rebounding teams Rick Barnes has ever had, and I think that might that that might be uh, our Achilles heel, you know, going down the stretch. I think that rebounding thing, like Saturday, I think that ties into Charlie, the concept that at times this team just gets out physicaled. And just gets kind of pushed around, shoved around. That certainly happened the other night. To me, a walk of function very well in Saturday's game. One of the things I wrote in the blog, again, this is a hindsight 2020 deal, but I bet when they come to Knoxville, he plays more. That's a perfect opponent for a Waka to be on the floor for. Uh, it's not a perfect opponent for AD to be on, or Adu to be on the floor for. It's just not. Liam, South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Mayshack. Bully ball. Walker. Yep. The bully yeah. ball deal. Yep. And that's, and that is what A&M wants to do. They have that weird style. And when Wade Taylor starts hitting those outside shots, uh, you know, another thing that disappointed me about, and Barnes, I thought, had a great post game where he was really honest. I mean, he took sodium pentothal. <laughs> but, but he, he went out of his way to say, you know, they were trying to isolate on connect. That's half true. That's that's half true. They were trying to isolate on Connect and Ganey. Why he won't say Ganey's name there when he played him 21 minutes, and there's no telling how many points that Ganey guy gave up the other night. It was Connect and Ganey. Anytime they saw those two guys, they went right at him, and rightfully so because neither one of those guys is really going to defend you at the point of attack. They're just not. Hey, Charlie, I, I, I agree with you, and when – when we know that we're in those physical hand fighting situations, 
it, it's time for Adu and Ganey to take a seat yep. and Tobey and Meshack be in the game. And, and, and Bino, what, why they insist on playing Ganey 21 minutes in that game the other night is just beyond me. It's really yeah, strange. Over, overreaction to his game before, Tony, when he went off and he's shooting. Listen, it, it's, it's real easy with him, in my opinion. If he starts out good offensively, you can give him those minutes. If he doesn't, get him out of there. Hey, boys, back there when I was a young man, and I was hanging out down there at the County Line Tavern with bad intentions. That starting lineup of UP's basketball team, there's only one player on there that would strike fear in me, and he's a 5'9 point guard. Dude. I mean, whenever you said, take your, take your pets and get them spayed and neutered, I think Rick Barnes loaded up Triple J and Viscovy. I mean, they, they're a shell of themselves. They need that. Our psychiatrist that calls in needs to do some work on them. But uh, out the door, I, I started this Charlie. thing talking about Romo. It's not going to be too long. We're going to hear the maestro, John Wilkerson, call some baseball games. Oh, Friday you know night, Shepard. Friday night. Go Vols. Love y'all. Thank you. Friday freaking night. Can you believe it? Race Friday. Can you believe it? Tony Valls. Light, bright, bright, white. Light, bright, bright, white. Teeth. Come back on the other side. Uh, 865-200-5402. Hour two on the radio after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. 
She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing, life changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize, you surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners, oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today, I'm in downtown Columbia, Tennessee at Foodland. I'm speaking with Miles Johnson, your local grocer, right here at Foodland. Foodland is a place, is, it's friendly, folks. You come in, they know you. They're hometown folks. They'll help you out. 
And this week, they've got some specials. Miles, tell us about what the specials are for this coming week. Alrighty, well this week we have ribeye steak, six ninety nine a pound, green cabbage, sixty nine cents a pound, food club cheeses, five for ten, Kingsford charcoal, nine ninety nine, and Coca Cola twelve packs, five ninety nine each. All right, and as usual, the specials in this circular will run from Wednesday until next Tuesday, and next Wednesday you'll have a new circular out with more specials, right? That is correct. Okay, and folks, once again, the meat department here at Foodland is the best in Murray County. Guys who grill come to Foodland. Miles, have a great week. Thank you. You too. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you. 865-200-5402. Playing in pain today. Self-inflicted pain. I went to the uh, pickleball playground here locally over the weekend. First time ever. Indoor pickleball. Bino, have you ever tried pickleball? Tony, I have not. I know it's exploding. A lot it's of my buddies. Really and, uh, fun. It's really fun. But I I was a terrible tennis and ping pong player, mm. and it looks like a combination. Now, I could play racquetball. I, I was pretty good at racquetball, but I couldn't play tennis, couldn't play ping pong, and it looks like a combination of the two, so I'm not sure I've got any business being out there. Back to the phones we go. I'm not sure if I have any business being out there. The way my legs, back, arms, knees. I told uh, Laura, I said, one thing's for sure. Next time I go out and do that, I'm getting two knee braces. Not one, but two. Back to the phones we go. Top of my knees were hurting yesterday. Like, uh, And I guess sometimes when you're on certain surfaces, uh, that happens. But... Um, I also said, I'm non-competitive, and I'm going to take it easy. And we got out there, and I was running around like uh, that idiot from A&M. But let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome in. You are live on our Monday edition. I'm glad. Same back to you. I've got their keyboard down. Because if you think that we're material... Make it to the final four. You're living on Fantasy Island without without uh, Mr. Rourke and, of course, that too. Well, are you talking about the Tennessee? Yes, I'm talking about our, I'm talking about our basket, men's basketball team. I'm glad we got our kingdom tore down. Maybe it'll wake, maybe it'll wake them up and maybe it'll out of your little. There was your <laughs> You know, he's always unpredictable, isn't he, Bino? He's glad we got our kingdom torn down. Well, he's the one. He's the one in our fan base. Him and maybe uh, some of the barnstormers. I think they like it when we lose, too. Was that Bill or was that a recording from the Raven Hat? <laughs> I mean, Bill, what are you doing? Where are you? I'm sitting in my room. Well, it's got great reception. What are you watching? Brian, your thoughts on Bill's call? I'm going to put him on hold and let him get to a spot I, where he has better reception. 
I can't hear. I might be able to hear every fourth word. Let's go back to our phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, guys. It's the Polly one. Polly. What's up, Polly, Polly, Polly? Oh, man. Titans Bill cracks me up. Anything uh, he does cracks me up. Oh, what a great call. The man's an artist. Tony, can you uh, can you imagine Taylor Swift's publicist team watching that game? I mean, in what way? When that incident happened. Oh, my gosh. No. No, 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 no. I cannot imagine that. No. Uh, so, and the other thing from uh, that basketball game. Yeah. Uh, what I was watching. And Even though you really don't want to talk about that basketball game. I know I'm that you in, don't want to get into it. Go ahead. I'm not getting into the win or loss or the results, but the comedy side of myself, every time I saw that buzz, uh, their coach running around, Buzzy boy. it reminded me of, it reminded me of Jimmy Hart with that megaphone. <laughs> That's actually really good. You could just see him over on the sideline going, Come on, honky! Come on, honky! Come on, honky! Bino, do you remember... Or I know Brian doesn't. Bino, do you remember Jimmy Hart with his megaphone back in the old WWF? Where he'd be at, at the, at there at the, chirping in his, in his uh, southern accent with that really high voice? Jimmy Hart used to sing with the gentry. That that was beyond my wrestling. Come on, honky! Come on, honky! He would yell at the honky tonk man, and the crowd would be booing him. But he'd have a megaphone screaming at him. If you could self-impose Jimmy Hart wherever Buzz Williams was and watch that game, how much of a hemorrhoid is that Buzz Williams guy? And I don't know why the coaching fraternity takes it from him. The running up and down the court, the way he's running, I mean, running with his team, acting like he's part of a triple team uh, of, you know, of, a, of a player. I mean, what in the world? You know, it'd be a gangster, all-time gangster move by Bruins when it comes to Knoxville and we're winning. In the middle of the second half or the, near the end of the game is when the ball's on the other side. Barnes just walks out the half court during play and calls timeout and see if he gets attacked. You know what, guys? That's not a bad idea. That's no, not a bad I idea. Would, I, I wish my, he would have done it at the end of the game. That's not a bad idea. That is not a he, – in fact, with 11 seconds left where he called his timeout, if he would have walked out like to the to the foul line, timeout, now get over well, here and let Bob, me scream at you. Bobby Knight would have went after that dude. I cannot, for the life of me, comprehend how somebody hasn't coached a kid to go run him over when this, he's standing this, on the floor. That That is, they used to have that coach's box thing, and they would tell those guys, this guy runs up and down the floor like he runs at the midcourt. What is this guy did doing? He do this stuff, did he do this stuff at Virginia Tech and Marquette, too? Yeah, yeah he did. He did. Okay. See, that's his brand. Somebody, said to, somebody asked me on the Garza Law Basketball overtime the other night. How's he get away with it? He gets away with it because those guys, when they're in their meetings before games, go, "Oh, we got Buzz Williams tonight. He's gonna rump him down." Okay, it's just part. Of it. It's just baked into it, and so that's his brand. Tony, Tony, the other thing that I could see in my sixth sense of humor is when Tennessee had the basketball during the game. I was every time Viscovi gets the ball, I'm just picturing Steve Sachs not throwing the ball to first base. Like, Viscovi won't shoot the ball. Matt Dixon was talking about that post game. It's 
The thing about Vesco that I don't understand is, is that defensively he is going like a wild man. So you can't, and, and same with Triple J. But those guys, uh, negative angry Dave being star called in the other night and had a great call. This team will knock it out of the Sweet 16 if they play the way they played the other night. They won't beat anybody that can play. Now, because of their seeding, they'll blow somebody out in the first round, and they might get past that second round. But if those two guys no-show offensively and continue to do that, these guys will not beat somebody that matters in that sport. You just you can't do that. Can you be? You know, when, when you guys, when you don't guys just, agree on a whole lot because he's a glass half empty and I'm a glass half full guy, uh, but I, I, do in, I, I do love his passion for basketball, and he's right here. You, uh, unless we start to get a consistent, uh, supportive box line out of those two guys, stat line out of those two guys, we're not going for it. Those two guys should be giving you a consistent stat line, night in, night out, eight points, ten points. That's right. Eight to twenty. You got to get eighteen to twenty out of them every night, or you're going home with a case of rice aroni in March. And and now look, we've got a guy that's yeah. had more starts than anybody in the history of the sport that won't pull the trigger. Right. It's sad when man. You when you got Viscovi and Triple J having a, a not a spectacular start, and then you got Ganey on the court with those two, you're playing Ziggler and Connect on five people. Well, that is right. I mean, when you have those, when you have that combination on the floor, those are three non at this point offensive players, and Ganey is a non defensive player too. That's look. I don't mean to pick at him, but but Barnes went out of his way to. Single out connect the air night and say, well, they're ISOing to get him. No, that's not true. They were ISOing connect and Ganey. And when those guys are on the floor at once, you are a horrendous basketball team. That's why my, the numbers my, are going the other way. My last point is before the season started, this De Leon's name was on the preseason NBA draft board. Correct. So there's. There's not one thing that these NBA talent evaluators would say that Ganey could do better than De Leon at on, on the floor doing anything. I just don't understand why he hasn't got a, a chance again. I mean, I, you know what Ganey can do with 21 minutes and all these guys when they're not playing a good game. We don't know what De Leon will do more than four minutes. It's really strange. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Good call. The Jimmy Hart comment is excellent. I, for the life of me, you could have told me the script was going to go several ways. Triple J's done this throughout his career, had fits and starts and hits where he looks great and then times where he looks lost. I never could have dreamed that Vesco would be turning in the year he's turning in right now. The one thing a negative Dave said the other night, and he's right about this, is you're talking about a two-time all SEC player, not just a good veteran, a, a, a guy that's averaged double figures. Really odd. And and I happen to know they're running plays for him, and he won't shoot the ball on when they're calling his number. And I don't. I know some of you want to blame Barnes for everything, and that's fine. If you want to live in that world, you do it. I I again, I tell nobody how to think. 
but that's just misplaced. They're running plays for him. I mean, what would you like them to do? They ran plays for him the other night, Bino, and he won't shoot the ball. Yeah, it, it's, it is just really strange, Tony, to see a guy that's, again, he's had more starts than anybody in the history of Tennessee basketball. And uh, all, he's had to have gone through every up and down that a player can possibly go through. And all of a sudden, he's afraid to shoot the basketball. It, it's, it is strange. It's really strange. And he's capable. That's the other thing. Sure. He plays tremendously and hard. That's the other this thing. Is, this is it. He's got a month left in the regular season. Yeah. And it. then hopefully a long postseason. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we have seven games left, Bry. They got eight more regular season games plus nine, and if you count the tournament, and at least nine left, and then the NCAA. So I guess ten at the least. I thought they were at the halfway point when they played uh, the midweek game. They're seven and three in the league. They're seven and three in the league. They oh, eight there's eight left. Okay, you're right. Eighteen. I, I keep. Yeah. I'm, I see. I'm back on that sixteen game thing for some reason. And the thing about Connect is, look, you're going to have nights where. It's just not you. And the other night was one of those nights for him, but he still got his points. Bino, do they keep him off the floor too long with four fouls for your choosing? And then we'll go back to the phones. Uh, not, not this one instance that we're talking about, Tony. To me, he he looked really tired. I never thought we were in that basketball game after early. Yes. Uh I, I didn't have any problem with him just sitting over there. Matter of fact, I, I wasn't too sure I would have brought him back in. Another aspect of the game that I think you could criticize Barnes for, and I think this is warranted when people say this, is you got to cut your losses in a game like that. And when the game's over, the game's over. You can't play ZZ 40 minutes here tonight like they did. Don't you have to be mindful of buying him time? A minute here, a minute there, don't you? I mean, I would be in a spot like that. I just think that's a fair people that point that out, especially when this team has looked tired at the end of the year. I mean, some nights it's just not your night. Yeah, I I do think you have to look for opportunities, and I think the other night provided you with one uh, to to get – guys a little bit of rest that you're going to just rely so heavily on coming down the stretch here. And Barnes said, you know, Barnes gave himself an out, you know, to the media when he said, I said to him, do you want to come out? And he said, he waved me off. No. Well, you're the head coach. That's good that you're, that you have that mentality. I love you. Cause Barnes said he's a tough guy. You know, he's a tough guy I've ever coached basically. And when a maniac like Barnes says something like that about a guy, you better take note that this little uh, this little dude from New York City ain't playing. But still, I mean, just thinking about it, that would have been a real good opportunity. Just get him off the floor, off his feet. You've done enough tonight. This game's over. They have a real hostile environment. They're going in in two nights on Valentine's, ironically, with Arkansas. Uh, situation if you choose to believe that back to the phones we go hello and welcome into our next call how are my friends compatriots doing today w lynn welcome in 
I've got some comments about the Super Bowl and also about the basketball team, if that's okay. Hit it. Uh, with the overtime rules they have, which I'm with you, I did not know that. I did not know that if the first team scored a touchdown, the other team got the ball, you know, in four-down territory for the whole drive. Just imagine in 1989, go back to our football team and imagine there was a 12-team playoff. And the same situation happened. And we had four downs the whole drive. We would put Sterling Hinton at quarterback, Greg Amsler at fullback, Cobb and Webb at tailback and run the wishbone, and all we had to do was get 2.5 yards of carry. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, and as a modern-day example of that, imagine you're playing the Eagles, and they defer, and they get the ball after you do whatever you're going to do, and they do that tush-push thing or that Philly, whatever they call that thing, brotherly shove all the way down the field. You're not stopping that for four downs. I just think I don't understand that. I don't understand why you would ever take the ball there first. I just think that's utterly ridiculous and indefensible. Well, I did not know that. I thought if you went down and scored a touchdown, the game was over. I, I didn't know that was a, a special playoff rule. And Tony Romo said something, too, that I didn't know. He said when the first overtime period ends, it's just like the first quarter ending, and then you start the second quarter. I yeah. never thought about that. I thought, you know, they should have been calling timeout. Did y'all know that rule? I, I didn't know that one either, W. Lynn. So, you know, that that kind of caught me off guard. But I, I'm not sure what they can do about that. But you give a team four downs for the whole drive, yeah, everybody could have a package to where we're just going to go in there and boil our way down the field. And I, I don't know how they can change it, but uh, that didn't quite seem right to me. So you're telling me that but, when there was eight seconds left in the game and they're running that play, Bino? that they would have put 15 more minutes on the clock and gone to the other end yes. of the field? Yes. Yeah. And just started the second quarter of overtime. I, well, because I would have thought. said that, and yeah. I didn't know it. I that, didn't know that. That makes zero. Then why have a, then why have a clock running, if that's the case? That's, that's what my wife asked. Why even have a clock? She's smart gal. She's, that's another sports woman. Well, maybe at the end of the second overtime, it's like the end of a half, and there's a two-minute warning. I have no idea. Maybe they bring Usher out to play an encore at that point. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? That makes zero. Now that makes zero sense. Why the thing has a? Uh, why you have a timer going? Why? Yeah, unless I, unless what I just said, unless at the end of the second quarter they treat it like getting to halftime i really don't know the rule on that wow that would have been a real spectacle if that thing would have gone like uh three overtime periods you talk about a real spectacle i wonder if they have baked into the rules that you have to start going for two at some point like they do in college Uh, who knows Uh, yeah yeah i mean who knows I know one thing, like what you said, Tony, with all the people they got on that payroll, they ought to just have one man in charge of knowing the playoff rules. That's I mean, all he ought to know. W. Lynn, how can you have a head coach making $12 million or whatever they're making and all these other guys and take the ball in overtime against Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I'll tell you what we want to do. 
I want to give the ball to him last. That's what I want to do. And like you said, in four-down territory, with four downs all the way down the field, I'm going to give the ball to Mahomes. You're never stopping him. I mean, ever. I don't care how slaw his wide receivers are. You're never winning that game, San Francisco. Never. I know. It it, it just mind-boggling on some of these rules. But moving on to basketball, uh, since they, they were, I was listening to Bob Kathleen and Steve Hamer, who does a great job on the radio. The money man, Money Hamer. And when they announced the officiating crew and they said, Pat Adams, I almost turned my TV to me TV and spin to watch the 1957 sci-fi classic, The Monster That Challenged the World. Because I just had a feeling Pat Adams is out there. We don't have a chance. And I don't like feeling that way. What do y'all think about it? Uh, Well, he's awful. Stands out as being uh, awful uh, in a bunch of awful. So he just looks like a he looks like a prick. To Brian, but they, he, he, he's got my, that scowl on his My face gosh, time. Brian! It's like personal, man. I thought I was bad now for calling Webster. Guys, Webster. they take two points off of off our score at halftime. Does Pat Adams go knock on the dressing room door and say, "Sorry, Coach Barnes, you just lost two points"? I want to know who had that job. That's what they do, to yeah. And my favorite thing, W. Lynn, is nobody gets a chance to have another possession. It's like it never happened. No. The ball's blocked out of bounds by A&M. As I said to begin the show today, uh, the ball's blocked out of bounds, and that possession never happened. Okay. Huh? That, that's, that's and you don't ridiculous. get your two points, and you don't get a chance to inbounds, and we don't start the second half with you with the ball in your hand. I mean, if you're going to do that, you should give Tennessee the ball to start the second half for like an untimed down. Shouldn't yeah, you, Bino? I mean, or, shouldn't you? I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. Yes. Yes. I mean, you're going to take two points away from me. Here's the thing. You either call that in the moment or you don't call it. You either go to the monitor or you don't go to the monitor and you quit taking points away from people. That doesn't make any sense. You go to the monitor before halftime. That's a proper thing to do. Yes. And then you have an untimed down. Yeah, exactly, and uh, like you said, you know, you thought to connect, maybe he hits one from the corner, and we go into halftime. Yes. But uh, another thing I noticed is, uh, and you all have addressed this a little, they look muscle-bound, and we look skinny out there, just looking at us. And that is going to be trouble. I'm with you. Awaka does need to see more time up here, because we got to have some muscle, I mean, ZZ was trying to guard a 6-2 guard that's built like a strong safety. That's the game A&M plays, though. A&M's whole game is predicated on throwing up a shot, any shot, and then going and getting it. And they generally are really ugly offensively. What, What you could not, what Tennessee could not have imagined happening was Boots Randolph, or whatever his name is, uh, going off the way he did the other night that that was not that was just not on the script and and 
And Taylor's a nice player, but he doesn't shoot the ball like that generally. No, in the first ten minutes, they'd hit more threes, and I think they'd hit the last two or three games. That's right. They were 5-7 of seven at halftime. When, when that occurs, and you're playing them, and you have Ganey on the floor as much as you do, you got zero chance. And I'm not, I'm not knocking the Ganey guy, but it's Ganey and Connect. When you have those two guys out there together, like you did the other night, you're not beating anybody doing that, especially not that team. And some of those threes, they were the possession clock was running down, oh, yeah. and they oh, turned yeah. around and just threw it up. And uh, I don't know that I've ever heard a student body be part of a game plan where they count down from 10 seconds every possession. That's the game they play. They do it. They did it when you, in the Kentucky game. That's the game they play, and those kids have embraced that really boring footballish style that they play, which I'll tell you this, that's a lot more fun than the guy at Ole Miss. The style they play down there is somehow more fun than what the guy at Ole Miss does, Bino. The guy at Ole Miss, I mean, that is, you talk about some no-dos basketball. Yeah, I know he. I know he wins everywhere he goes, Tony. But man, that'd be hard to watch. Oh man, no, thank you. I would not want him. I, you know, no, thank I, you. I kept watching the game. I didn't put it on the monster that challenged the world, but I, I was tempted to in the second half. But uh, my goal is not to lose ten games because we can talk about seeds and we can talk about quad wins and quad losses. But we, it's still human beings in a room making that bracket. And I just think if they see 10 on the loss column, psychologically they're going to give you a worse draw. That's just, you know, I don't want to lose 10 games. This team, and that's going to take some work. Oh, come on. It seems like I'll lose 10 games. Well, they, they could win 7 of 8, maybe 6 of 8, and that would guarantee that they wouldn't lose more than – Maybe nine if they lose in the SEC. That's tournament. what I was thinking, Brian. If we go six and two, we're twenty three and eight going into the SEC tournament, and then there's no way we can lose that tenth game. But we got to go six and two. Wow. These last eight games. Well, W. Lynn, I tell you what, and I appreciate the call. That that four game stretch we close the season with is pretty damn difficult. To Bino's point, you better be winning your next four, and that game Wednesday night. Valentine's night, you talk about a huge, huge game for this team. That's a huge game on Wednesday yeah. evening. Yeah. Biggest game of the year, really. Yeah. Biggest gotta, game of the you've year. You've got to bounce back from that effort that you just had in another tough environment and, uh, you know, start back in the right direction. Yep. Tony, how about that Gar- How about that Garcia kid we talked about? <laughs> 17 rebounds. I love a guy that rebounds, Tony, and that that guy. You know, I'd I'd love to have him. I'd love to have him. I'll say this though, I don't know how he stays on the floor uh, because he's not a huge guy. Nope. Uh, and he uses he shoves quite a bit to where he's the only guy in position. I'll be surprised if he's not in foul trouble up here with that atmosphere that night. Again, expectation and brand. Referees are prone to it. They know what's going to happen coming into a game. He gets away with it uh, because it's their expectation he's going to play that way. And it's cooked into their brand. Just like that 
coach running up and down the floor doing what he does. A lot of coaches would get warned doing what the guy at A&M does, but he gets to do it because he's been doing it the whole time. And then the... I'm back and forth on you here, but another thing in that Super Bowl... You're fine. Brand new to me. Yeah. Where did that black shirt SWAT team that ran out on the field and separated every little chicken fight that went out, where did they come from? you got to love old Fidel Goodell and his NFL. It's utterly ridiculous. Old Fidel and his New World Order celebration. Our buddy Darren's telling me, Bino, that Shanahan, after the game, said him and his analytics department said they wanted the ball third. <laughs> Here's, <laughs> Here's a memo to Shanahan. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? That's not guaranteed. Little memo for you, buddy boy. Why? You wanted it third. Get a new I analytics department, you moron. 28-3. to three. I've never heard it. Here's the thing I don't understand. This is what we're getting to about overtime. Let's say the Chiefs are on the goal line there, and they can only run one more play. And they have to decide. They, they don't They don't convert there on that touchdown. Two seconds left now. I thought they wiped the period away, which would be a proper way to do it, I think, rather than continue the game. Because if you're continuing the game, then don't have a clock. Yeah. If you're continuing the game, you just you run all the downs. It's untimed. See, that's confusing to put a clock up there, in my mind. How do you have analytics on something that has never happened, Tony? Where does the data come from? This has never happened. How did they determine they wanted the ball in the third period? Well, I'm third position. Yeah. That's it's like something that's never happened. Before. You know what that reminds me of? When that moron Butch Jones they stood thought. up there and said, according to my chart, instead of just saying after the game to the media, you know what? We didn't handle that well. That's on me, and and we'll get better. That'll never happen here again. Which fans, you know, fans are fans are raw people. Two, two things I believe about life, right? Most people, if they can help you, will help you. I think that's accurate. Like if you're a young person and you want to, you want to do something in the world or whatever. You want to. There's a, something you want to do. You ask people for help. Most people. Most people, if they can help you, are going to help you. That's one. And then the second thing is, when you make a mistake, you don't compound the mistake with digging in your heels. You just say, hey, you know what? You got me. I, that'll never happen again. And I, I forget what I forget which game it was. Brian will remember the Butch Jones chart thing. Well, that was on our chart. No, it wasn't. It's on anybody's chart the Florida game. But I think what you meant by having the ball third is the third possession combined for both teams, meaning you have a possession, the Chiefs have a possession, and then the third possession is yours. Why? It's your turn. Why? I think yeah. that's what he I meant. Not, not their th- actual third possession. No, I, I, we know that. I know that's what they're yeah. talking about. You're not guaranteed getting to that third possession no. that you saw last night. It's idiotic. There will be no you, – you got Patrick Mahomes over there, Chief. Pardon the uh, use of the term Chief. But there will be no third possession, you freaking moron. That would make me so mad if I was a member of their fan base. Oh, my gosh. 
You've done all this work to win a world championship, and you're playing for the third possession? You talk about a guy that could use a box of chocolate-covered strawberries from a man Bradley over Bradley's chocolates. Oh, my gosh. And this year, for the coach of the Niners, Coach Shanahan, they come in milk, white, or dark chocolate. Fresh, delicious, hand-dipped right there. In fact, when you go by tomorrow where they're available and also on the 14th where they're available, you'll see them right there, right there, right there. And then other chocolate goodies as well, other confectionery delights as well, including great gifts, beautiful things for the home, uh, romantic-type gifts as well, just great stuff. Bradley Chocolate, 141 North Peters Road. 865 I'm going to go back to our phones. Wanted the third possession. I mean, he wanted the third, you know, wanted the third possession. Not, you know what? We made a mistake. And, uh, and I know, look, it's tough, and Brock played really well, and wish we could have completed that ball out to Juwan Jennings. I mean, in retrospect... If you're going to take the ball first there, you've got to play four downs knowing who's across from you. Can't kick a field goal there in retrospect. Because once you commit, you commit. You know? It's like committing in poker and then folding. You've already committed. I mean, what are you doing? You can't kick a field goal there. Really dumb. As soon as as they brought the field goal team out, the game was over. But really the game was over when in overtime – with those new rules, you decided to take the ball. Butch Jones, third possession. More after that. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. 
Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs, and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the -the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com slash heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. 
In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you. It's 48. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's time for me to go back to the phones. I got about 12 to play. Something like that. So if you want to get in, and then we'll probably do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime, talking about this, that, and the other. But we've really been talking about the Super Bowl. We haven't gotten into the fact that Jerry Mack, Jerry Andy Mack, it's unbelievable Jerry Mack is on his way down to Tampa. Brian, good luck with Jerry Mack. The Jerry no. Mack era, I'm, I'm sorry, in Jacksonville, Jags. your boys. Yeah. Your yes. boys, Bry. I had Tampa on my brain because I'm getting ready to go away for spring training. Um, Brian, oh, the Jags had Jerry Mack. How about that? Yeah, Jerry gets to have the privilege of coaching for my favorite college team, and then in the next breath, he's coaching for my favorite professional team. So not many guys can say that. No, not many Vol Jags. And not many, uh, not, peop- not, not many people want to do that either. Interesting. Back to the phones we go. In that, in that order. In that order. Of course, Tennessee's showdown with the NCAA. We'll, we'll all be watching that. And Juwan Jennings was my MVP in that Super Bowl. That's a darn shame. And, and you know, thinking about it, it was great seeing Taylor Swift on the field. Uh, things just don't go her way in life. She needed a break. Let's go back to our phones. We did a Taylor Swift song the other night, and I said that when we were playing at Admiral Pub, and people just looked at me. They don't know who I am. I don't tell people what, you know. And they just looked at me like, wow, that's some ironic humor. We did that song, Shake It Off, and I said, yeah, we're going to do a Tay-Tay tune here. And uh, by the way, she really needs a break. She needs something to go her way. So 
Send one up for her in the Super Bowl, her and Travo Trav. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. It's me again, Tony. Oh, there he is. So what were you saying about our basketball game? You're in a much better spot now. I, I, you know, I am going to say this. I'm glad we got our... Tony, if you think we're right on form material, you're just living in a fantasy world. I don't... Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Um... That makes you happy. Are you still there? No, if, that, if that's what makes you happy. I'm just trying to respond. You sound happy that we got beat Saturday. Yeah, I'm glad. Because of you. Because, you know, and I'll tell you why. Mike T. ain't the only one that's a sheep. You're Five, just as much of a sheep as he is. Four, three, two, one. Let's go to our next call. Hello and welcome in. You're on your Tony Basilio show. Because the haters going to hate. Hate, 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 hate. Shake it off. I shake it off. Ha, ha. Shake it off. Shake it off, Titans, Bill. That's all for you. That's all for you 49ers Packers who bet them yesterday. Yep. You rode. You said to us, you said, Tony, you're on the wrong side. You said anytime Mahomes walks down that field, he's the right side. And you know what? You were right and I was wrong. I'm back to being fat Tony again. Hot Tony has been put away for a few weeks. 49ers, Tony? Uh, yes. I believe the Niners were going to blow him out. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was a great game. Yep. The, hey, the Niners, if they could have done something offensively, had a chance. But Spagnola sold out defensively and said, you know what? If they're beating us, this guy's going to manage my blitz because I'm going to send more than they're blocking, and and it you was know, uh, and it worked. When me, you, and Mister C were breaking it down scientifically yep. last week, he said uh, the Forty ers were going to run it down the Chiefs' throat. Yes, yeah, and they weren't able to do it. No, it it became a numbers game, and Jones was out of his mind. And that nine, that uh, that Chiefs team, uh, you talk about a championship effort. They went on the road and won in the playoffs, and then went into that Super Bowl and beat that great Niners team. That that's probably Andy Reid's best coaching job he's ever done. When you consider everything they've lost, and uh, being a, and, and they had a great crew that called the game too that helped them. They were doing a lot of grabbing in the back end. Both teams were. And that, I think that was really advantageous to the Chiefs, being star, the way it was officiated. I'll read. I just did not see this Chiefs team winning it. No way. When the playoffs started, I, I, I think. No, no way. Chance. No way. Tony, uh, I was at uh, the great Artemis' watching oh. the game last night. Oh. And, uh, Artie, baby. When the, game, when the game went to overtime and they were breaking down the rules, and I told him – if the 49ers score a touchdown, is it over? And he said, no, they, uh, the Chiefs get a, get a chance if 49ers score a touchdown. Isn't that weird how so, you gamble so it, and so bet? kind of basically like college overtime yeah, rules. it's absolutely right. But isn't that weird how you're a guy that watches and immerses yourself and follows draft coverage and everything else, and you didn't know yeah. the rules? You would think somewhere along the way the league would educate people that, hey, in the playoff, if we get to an overtime, we've changed the rules this year. 
Tony Romo didn't seem like he really understood what was at stake because he didn't say, hey, you got to take the ball here. You've got it. You, I mean, you've got to defer. You can't yeah. take the ball. Right. Tony, Tony uh, my, my, my brother-in-law watched the game with us, and he just he doesn't follow uh, the NFL. And uh, I, at, at, at the break, I walked out of the room and came back, and he said, hey, that, they just put a graphic up that said that both teams get a possession. I said, well, not if the first team scores a touchdown. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it had basically started before I knew. It's really strange. Hey, Tony, I wonder if uh, anybody had uh, Jennings throwing a touchdown oh. and Jennings catching a touchdown on uh, their single card. What do you think if you would have gotten that on a prop? What kind of money you think you'd have made? Oh, you probably would have made bank on that, probably. How great is it, man? Really great. And uh, I do agree with you. I think Jennings should have won the MVP because I think his performance Yesterday was really, really good. Uh, he was your MVP. Don't you agree? He was your MVP of the, of the Super Bowl, and, and, and it was taken from him. He got the Tony Award. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure that's a real consolation, Bino. <laughs> Tony, how you know, many more? Jennings is the type of guy that would want to go out there and play defense on that last drive just to prevent them from going down and scoring. No doubt about right. it, Brian. To try to help out, no doubt about it. He looks sick over there He'd on that sidelines. When they show, when they flash to him, he looks sick over there. And by the way, that hairstyle looks a lot yeah. better on him than it does Ice Spice, if I can say that. Yep. Are you a big Ice Spice fan, uh, Joshy boy? Never heard her music before, and uh, never seen her. Interesting. But uh. How many more Super Bowls do you think Patrick Mahomes needs to win to be in that conversation better than Tom Brady? I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to be flip about it, but I don't. I just don't right. think like that. Uh, I just think the guy is a great player, and it's harder and harder to to do the dynasty thing. The more and more these guys shift teams, and I mean, look at look at how much weaker. This team is than his first Chief Super Bowl team, and that was just a few years ago. But he's not even thirty years old yet. Twenty-eight years old, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Twenty-eight. But, uh, people last night, I were reading in the comments. Yeah, some Forty ers fans were saying, "When, like, some of the stupid fans were saying, when's it going to be time to fire Shanahan?" <laughs> because that's the NFL. I not guess for long. they're not happy with a guy getting the two Super Bowls and losing. The Eagles wanted to fire. Eagle fans wanted to fire Sirianni after last year. So, yeah, ten and, and one uh, start in a Super Bowl the year before. Let's fire the guy. Yeah, Tony, what do you think about uh, the Vols heading to Arkansas Wednesday night? Joshy boy, I think. And I believe this in my heart of hearts. <clears throat> that's the most important game of the year. Arkansas starting to play better. It's Valentine's night down there. And if you've been following the alleged uh, saga of the Razorbacks, and the fact that they're making bacon, it's going to be extremely wild. The environment in there, it's never an easy place for us to play. 
I would like to resurrect the ghost of Lang Wiseman's past. Brian Hartman will never forget that night Lang Wiseman had down there when he shot the lights out. But that was in the old Barnhill, wasn't it, Bry? That was yeah, in the old Barnhill the, Arena. The last, the last win for the Vols in Fayetteville was 2009. Bobby Mays. Good night. Be amazed, Bobby Mays. Be amazed. So to the um, caller, stay there because we're going to do a TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime. To the radio listener, I want to say I love you, I appreciate you. This fun and frivolity continues at tclub.team, where we've got about 3,000 words up on today's blog, including an entry by X on Tennessee's commitment over the weekend. tclub.team, tclub.team, tclub.team. Check out Tony's talking points there. tclub.team. And until we meet again, for Bino, Jeff, and Bry, the radio transmission concludes on this glory day. We love you. See you tomorrow. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.